When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, 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 how's it going, everybody? So I'm not really feeling <coughs> the best today. Um, still able to do a show, though, um, at least. Just kind of figured this, doing this show, all I have to do is just chill out and just talk. But So I figured I'd just do more podcasts. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like a good podcast is, is what, what the world needs right now. So I decided, let's do it. Um... Uh, so I kind of want to just talk, I'm just not feeling the greatest, but I still want to do this. I really want to do this. So I want to talk about the crypto market and everything that's going on in the world. Um, <coughs> what's nice about a podcast is I, first off, don't have to look that great for the camera because there's no camera on me. And uh, I'm just typing in for Yahoo Finance real quick. Whew. <clears throat> So yeah, the crypto markets, uh, actually what's interesting is the markets in a whole today were actually down. I think there's more investor fear than what people are willing to talk about. And I look at this and I'm, t- I'm taking a look at the, like the Russell 2000, the NASDAQ, the, the Dow, the S&P 500. <coughs> I just, I, I see a lot of fear and I think there's going to be a massive sell-off this week. And look, the Fed has been reassuring us that uh, interest rates are not going to go higher, they're going to go all the way into 2022 or whatever, but honestly, at the rate, it's good that it's cheap to borrow, but there's just going to be too much debt. I just, and also the money printing has been a big problem for me. I just, I see the, the level of money printing and I'm, I'm not a fan of it. <clears throat> it it's a little uncomfortable. And I think we need to really address the money printing issue. And um, from what I've been able to see, it's it's out of control. The Fed is using the printing press to, to its advantage. And uh, <coughs> sorry about that, you guys. Like I said, not feeling good today, but I figure a podcast is doable because all I have to do is sit in a chair with my lapial microphone and my smartphone and just talk to you guys. So, But... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of curious what everybody thinks about it, and, um, you know, it's kind of a where do we go from here sort of situation. Does the market crash? Does the Fed continue to print more money? Hyperinflation's a real deal, and I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it. I mean, luckily, I'm protected against a market crash. I, I constantly buy into the UVXY as it continues to go down, but like I always let everybody know, I also protect my position with the UVXY by buying put contracts against it because it is a decaying product, right? The UVXY is a constantly decaying product, and you need to keep that in mind. And <coughs> with all decaying products... You have to have some leverage, you know what I mean? So having the leverage is nice. And uh, yeah, just being able to do that is just, it's just a good thing. So, um, so if a market crash happens, I'm totally fine. If a market crash doesn't happen, I'm just as fine because my put options uh, cover my ass, basically. That's the best way. It's insurance against uh, 
against the market, you know, collapsing. Because when you buy into the VIX, you're basically saying that it's gonna be, there's gonna be some volatile times ahead. There's gonna be massive sell-offs because it buying into a VIX ETF is basically saying I am a betting against the market. You know, <coughs> uh, my favorite one really though is the UVXY. I like it. Um, it's just my favorite, uh, to be honest. And, you know, as it goes down, I buy more slowly. And with the no commission trades, you can buy as low as one to five to 10 shares without having to do a commission, having to pay a commission to the brokerage. So uh, these times are very handy uh, to have a no commission fees because you can effectively play both sides. And as it's decaying, I make sure, and I mean it, I make very well sure that I'm betting against betting against it but yeah so when you bet against a product like uh, like the UVXY it is a decaying product by the way um, it does decay <coughs> faster than it goes up so yeah there will be spikes and here's the thing this is why you have to be a little bit of an active trader when you have the UVXY you have to look for those spikes so you have to look for it going up you have to look for it going down right so I'm constantly um, looking for it to go up, and when it does go up, I do sell off some of my positions. I'm not going to lie; I sell off some of the positions to to get a profit. And then when it <coughs> oh, sorry, when it spikes back down, that's when I buy back. I just go and buy, buy right back what I had. And in a weird way, this actually pays for some of the contracts I'm purchasing to bet against the VIX. So in a nutshell, the contracts I purchased really end up <laughs> becoming worth less from what I actually originally paid because I'm constantly playing the volatility trade. I'm selling when it goes up, I'm buying back when it goes down further, and uh, yeah, I always make sure that I buy, um, <coughs> when I'm buying more shares of the UVXY, I intentionally purchase more when it's below my average cost. So when you're purchasing below your average cost, this can be a really advantageous thing because you're getting back into it. You're lowering your average cost if it's well below your average cost. Um, also, you're taking home a profit. You take home a profit a little bit. Just it's, It could be a small profit, but the point is you're profiting. So the goal is to continue to rack up more of the UVXY as it continues to go lower. <laughs> this is my main philosophy when it comes to um, playing the volatility trade. And I really am a volatility trader in all, in all right. Because volatility is where the money's at. This is where you get the money. Because the ups and downs, if you play them actively, takes a while. <coughs> um, I, like I said, sorry for all the coughing. Just, just put up with it to the best of your ability, folks. Um, but yeah, no, it's just nice uh, being able to constantly invest and continue to just put more money down on the VIX. Uh, I love it. <coughs> and... Um, yeah, it's just a lot of things we can do at this point. Um, just remember, the best thing you could do is just be really smart in the market. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could do, really. Um, pausing real quick, but... Now, I do recommend index funds, <laughs> but here's the thing. If you effectively bet against the VIX, the, the UVXY, you are effectively betting for the market to go higher. So... But if you buy into the, you know, I, I like playing both sides because um, I want to make it to where um, both sides are protected. So no matter what direction the market goes, I'm okay. <clears throat> that is the goal. Now, there's a little bit of luck involved in all this, I will admit. But 
<coughs> not as much as you would think. Um, and I'm happy to take the risk, you know, I mean, I, I look at it like this, it's like, we pay car insurance, right? And do we get any money back from paying the car insurance? No, I mean, if we get in a car crash, that's great, you know, we get to, we get to be okay, we get to be insured, which is nice. So I look at the UVXY as economic insurance, really, more than anything, um, because, you know, if an, if an economic crash happened, you know, I could lose my job, you know, anybody could. Anybody could lose their livelihood in the split of a second, right? So, <clears throat> the reason I say it's important to bet against the market, while also betting uh, for it at the same time, is you allow yourself to be protected on both sides. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's a weird way to play it. It's, it's not what most uh, financial experts would teach, but I teach it because I just know it works. And uh, I know it allows me to get a, <coughs> a constant income and a constant protection against, um, against any dire outcomes in the market. The thing is, man, with Joe Biden printing money with uh, the Fed, I just, I just don't trust any of it, man. I don't trust any of it. And uh, I just know with my study of economics, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm a PhD or anything. I'm not any of that, but studied enough of it to where I realized that, um, first off, we're in a bubble. Everything's overvalued. <laughs> uh, we're printing money like crazy. Inflation's definitely gonna happen. Uh, whether it's normal inflation or hyperinflation, I'm actually sadly betting on hyperinflation, which is why I constantly bet against the markets. <clears throat> and uh, the great thing about the UVXY is you can actually, if you, as long as you're not buying call options, I don't recommend you buying call options. I think it's a bad idea. Just continue to buy during the dips and hold on to the shares and keep lowering your average cost over an extended amount of time. <coughs> but yeah, uh, my put contracts that, that, that I used to bet against the UVXY are really handy too. But <coughs> anyway, I'm going to end this segment right now. Um, keep an eye out for the next segment. We're going to talk about a few other things today. Um, we'll try and get a little more information and do a few more things and I'll see you guys on the other side. Bye. So <clears throat> I want to talk about more um, things that you can play the ups and downs on, especially with fractional shares. This is something that I think people should take advantage of, uh, especially if you got like Robinhood for instance. Robinhood actually has a pretty decent fractional shares interface. So what I recommend, and what I do every now and then, because it is kind of fun, I like to swing trade the S&P 500 index funds. So uh, VOO is my favorite. I'll go with, we'll just go over Vanguard, um, S&P 500 index, VOO. That's Victor, October, October. And then the reason I want to go over uh, the importance of the VOO is... Think of this, an index fund, like an SP 500 index fund exposes you to 500 of one of the, basically the best companies the market has to offer. Now, not all of them are super duper great. <laughs> I think a lot of them in the S&P 500 are kind of flub, but there's also a lot of good ones too that have great earnings. And look, the growth is real. Potential outcome of the growth is real too. However, I am a little bit of afraid of corporate debt, and I do believe that there are more, there's more flub than good in the S&P 500, which makes me feel 
believe, based on the data, that there will be a uh, pullback, correction of some kind. So we got to consider this. With the pullback and uh, with everything, I'm going to test my microphone real quick. Hold on. I want to make sure that this is uh, <coughs> actually in. Okay, I guess the, uh, okay, it looks like it's working, but anyway. Um, so the main reason I do this show is to kind of educate as many people as I can, to help as many people as I can. And I do believe that if you fractionally buy the VOO, don't buy a whole share because it's like $300 or whatever per share. Instead, buy in, in, per, in fractional increments. For instance, did you know that you can buy 0. 1-0 of a share, which is 10% of the share, right? You can go on your Robinhood account right now and use a fractional share. Don't buy in dollars, but buy in shares. When you buy in shares, make sure it's in a fractional number, right? So yeah, buy like 0.1. That's 10% of the of it, which would equate to be about $30. We'll just assume it's $300 per share. I know it's not whatever. We're just going off simple numbers here. <laughs> but if you buy 10% of the VOO, you are basically buying 10% uh, of it for $30. Now, this here's the advantage of doing this. This allows you to invest in parts. And why investing in parts is so bloody important, I'll tell you why. Because with the economic turmoil going on, with how up and down the markets are, what would be the best course of action? If you really thought about it, what would be your best course of action? To get into the S&P 500 indexes, this is the best course of action, seriously. But getting into the S&P 500 indexes in fractional shares. Because, and look, you don't have to do 10%, you could do 20%, so you'd buy 0.2 of the share. That'd be 20%. <coughs> so you buy 20% of the share, or if you wanna do it in quarters, that's fine too. You could buy 0.25, you can buy 25% of the share. It, it's up to you. It's really up to you on how you want to do it. There's no, in my opinion, there are wrong ways to do it. But in this instance, I feel it's right. Buying in fractional shares into this. Because if there's a four-day skid, you can take advantage of the four-day skid, buy more and more and more and more, right? That'll lower your average cost, effectively allowing you to own <coughs> the ETF without... Without having too many, too many downturns, right? I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways that this could go wrong. There's a lot of ways it could go right. It just, it's just the way you play the game, you know. So how you play the game is really important, and I want people to, to recognize this. <coughs> um, so I don't know. I'd like to see everybody play the game differently. <clears throat> and this is this is an educational podcast, by the way. This is just a. I actually do on my YouTube channel. I like to do uh, the Michael Garza YouTube channel. I should actually link it <clears throat> in this, but I'd rather just keep them separate because I feel like doing the audio only podcast gives me the huge advantage of speaking with you guys in, in different ways and communicating with you guys. So yeah, I mean, just being able to do this is, is great. <clears throat> 
So uh, another thing I want to talk about in the markets, and I think it's not talked about enough, is with, with index funds, is the advantage of the dollar cost averaging aspect. Plus, it, it's kind of nice because you can technically swing trade ETFs with fractional shares nowadays. And look, if you are if you have a lot of money, you don't have to go with the whole fractional shares thing. I don't always use fractional shares when I play these markets. Um, because I don't necessarily need to, but sometimes I like to. Sometimes it's fun. I do like the for the smaller gains. Sometimes I because because I, I lead such a minimal lifestyle that it doesn't really matter. I lead a low end lifestyle because I prefer it. And um, there's just so many ways to play the market, and I, I I recommend you if you're a little low on money, you know you have some money, you have enough to get into the market. Fractional share the hell out of uh, the Vanguard S&P 500 and see what happens. I think you'll do just fine. But anyway, uh, so I'm a big fan of ETFs. Like in the first segment though, I did talk about the UVXY, which is a VIX ETF that, uh, that has, I'm terrible at explaining it, but basically there's future contracts involved that allow it to work through the VIX. So it's uh, it's really interesting. <coughs> but it is a decaying product, the UVXY, which is why I bet against it. But anyway, with with fractional shares, you could play the market turmoil without getting burned so much. So when the S&P 500 goes down, well, you could buy more, you know, buy 10% more again. So you bought 10% the first time, you could buy 10% more again. Buy 10% more again, or if you're feeling very antsy. You can buy 20% up the ante a little bit, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but ultimately, that's up to you. And you can only make the decisions that work best for you. I just want to tell everybody it is good to be responsible with your own money. And the S&P 500, I'd recommend it. I, I'm a huge fan of the S&P 500. I don't know if there's going to be an absolute market crash or not. But... <laughs> With hyperinflation, with economic turmoil, I'm <coughs> pretty set on betting against the UVXY. Just in case. It's like it's like basically unemployment insurance, because if the market really did crash, I'd probably end up being out of a job, right? So might as well take a huge profit <laughs> and uh, just be a delivery driver for a while, you know? Just do my thing for Instacart and... Postmates and all that shit, but I do love doing these podcasts. I'm a big fan of the podcasts, and I think I might do more of them because sometimes I get tired of doing video. Sometimes I'm tired of looking all right, you know. Um, it's fun because while I'm doing this, I'm literally walking around with my lapel microphone attached to my shirt and my phone, and I'm just talking to you guys. Allows me to get my thoughts out, but I want to communicate good thoughts to help you guys. My goal is to add value to your guys' lives because I think you guys can. I don't want to sell any of my knowledge. I'd rather just give it away. Because my problem is my generation just doesn't know how to manage their money and use it properly to invest. Um, and one of my favorite quotes, I truly believe, is um, if you want to be poor, if you really want to be poor, you just overspend and buy stupid shit. Uh, if you want to be middle class, you save. And if you want to be rich, you invest. I mean, it, being rich is actually a decision, trust me. Um, if you knew what type of family I came from, you'd realize that it's definitely a choice, you know, so. <clears throat> anyway, thank you so much, you guys, for listening to this segment. Um, we're going to go on to the next segment. I think we're just going to do 
three segment shows and call it good because these are fun to make. So, or I might make it a two segment show. I don't know. <laughs> these uh, the podcast will slowly over time get more and more um, interesting, and you guys will have a good time with it. Anyway, later. Right, this will be kind of the final note of the show. I'm just going to make this brief, quick summary. Well, maybe just a final note. I think you guys, if you guys listen to it, you don't need a summary. But <clears throat> final note is let's let's focus on trying to increase our position. You know, I, I kind of go with Warren Buffett's mentality of don't lose money. And uh, also, first rule is don't lose money. And second rule is read rule one. And um, yeah, I, I, I think... Uh, Giving you guys the best investment advice is what, is what I do. Uh, I don't give away any courses. That's not what I do. I'm not here. Well, I, I, sorry, I don't. Get, I don't make you pay for any courses. Everything I know is on here or on YouTube. I make sure that every piece of financial advice I give is free, even if the way I deliver it's a little haphazard and a little bit unprofessional. But um, that's just how I roll. I'm like the how I want to be like the Howard Stern of uh, finance, you know, and. Um, I want to make it entertaining. The problem is finance finance is boring. Let's fucking face it. Doing finances is just, just, just not, not fun. I do like playing the up and down game, though, in the markets. I do enjoy enjoy it quite a bit. But, yeah, it's just multiple ways to play it. But um, I hope you guys uh, were able to get a, a decent education from all this. Um, I'll publish this, I'm gonna publish this here real soon. But continue to work and build your positions. Um, one, one of my favorite pieces of advice that I can give you guys right now as a final note is don't treat cash seriously. Think of cash as a tool for the markets. Not a tool for your pleasure, not a tool. You, you should be able to get pleasure without having to use cash, trust me. If you can't be happy without cash, then you'll never be rich. That's like one thing I want to say right now. Sure, you need money. You need money for the necessities, that's fine. You gotta get food, you gotta get all that shit. You gotta pay for your rent, I get it. But you must, and I mean this, you must treat cash as a tool to buy assets. Whether they're options contracts, which I consider an asset, the way that I use them, it's an asset because it's utilized within my systems, (coughs) or stocks, or gold, silver, uh, real estate, um, a business, that's an asset. Business that produces whatever it may be producing. You know, and uh, my personal, I'm basically a personal hedge fund, which is really nice. There's just multiple ways. <coughs> multiple, w- <coughs> sorry you guys. There's plenty of ways for you to play the market and I want you guys to, th- to think of the best, to do the best ones. The ones that work best for you at least. And I, I think I, I can't wait to see what you're all able to compl- accomplish and complete. You know, I, I think if you guys give yourself a lot of credit, if you guys are very thoughtful, you'll do well. And I believe that. <clears throat> Just keep attacking onto your position. Treat cash as a tool, as ammo for the markets. Try not to borrow cash to be in the markets, but if you have to, I understand. But make sure you have plenty of your own cash in the markets too. <coughs> so that way the um, so that way it's just simply added leverage. Like I said, there's many plenty of ways to play the market. The way I play it, 
I play. I have multiple brokerage accounts. I've got my TD Ameritrade and Webull account specifically designed for nothing more than just dividend stocks that are high quality. Um, same with my other brokerage account for with my bank. Uh, it's pretty much just decent stocks with a good dividend, you know. But Robinhood, <coughs> I like Robinhood because it allows me to be more of an active trader. You can still be an active trader in TD Ameritrade, but I just. Uh, Robinhood was my first one that I started doing the tradings on, and um, <coughs> I've made a decent amount with it. So I just kind of go with what works. And Robinhood is one of my favorites personally. I, I would I would actually vouch for Robinhood. I know it gets a bad name, but honestly, it, yeah, I don't know. Depends on how you play in the markets, though. I mean, I I play a I play with volatility through through Robinhood, which is really fun and. Yeah, I just look I look forward to helping you guys out even more and, and helping you guys understand the markets and what's going on and and we'll see what, what happens, you know. Will the volatility index go crazy? Will it go lower? Will I really still think you guys should fractionally buy the VOO. I really do. The Vanguard S P five hundred, fractionally get into it, man, and just trade it. Don't even wait for the dividend, just kinda <coughs> play the ups and downs accordingly, buy on the dip and sell when you get a profit. That's as simple as that, man. Anyway, uh, I love you guys. I, I'm I'm fucking grateful because I I'm not feeling well today. I'm really feeling awful, but I felt like a podcast to be fun, even though I'm coughing. I just feel like I can't just sit in bed all day. I have to, even if I'm just have to stand up and talk to you guys. I, I want to make sure I at least give you guys something, something to to utilize. You guys need it, and I'm. Um, Anyway, um, I'll let you guys go. Thanks for being loyal viewers and listeners and stuff, and you guys rock. Later.